0: Welcome to another episode of the NRI Supercoach Talk podcast, and it's a very special edition. Um, There's no Nick, there's Wen in here, and we do have a guest who has never appeared on the podcast before and uh, doesn't have Twitter, so I'm not going to be able to to link him in here, but he is currently sitting in the top 40 overall at the moment. Um, Justin Tate, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you very much, Wenon. It's a surprise and a pleasure to be here. I never would have dreamed of the day that I'd be on a pod about Supercoach, but here we are.
0: Yeah, very much. And it was only um, probably 12 months ago that you were trading in the likes of Feeney into your side, and now you're, you've been <laughs> in the top 100 for pretty much most of the season. So, so you're having a fantastic year, and maybe we um, you know, just segue straight into around the ground. So where are you actually positioned at the moment? I am currently 35th, um, had a bit of a jump over
1: the bye round, um, had about 14-odd playing um, over the week, minus Crichton and minus Matto, which I think was the case for everyone, so had a pretty good week there, hit about a 970, so good for that week, but now I guess spit bit behind on, on round 17, so it's playing catch-up on that round for the next month or so, but yeah, floated around top 200. Was fourth at one stage after round two. Yeah, so huge. Thought that was a glitch on the app, but here we are. I think that's given me the jump on quite a few other people in the comp. So
0: very good. And, and so, just a little bit about yourself. You're a North Queenslander, and you're uh, you're probably the biggest Cowboys fan that I've <laughs> ever met. <laughs> Uh, I've mates. got a few, few other mates that are probably more
1: Cowboys fiends than I am. There's
0: been numerous replays of the 2015 <laughs> Grand Final with Kyle Felt uh, crossing, so um, I know that I've been uh, privileged to see that in action, and we, uh, we reminisced last year at the, uh, the Cox Plate mm. together, so um, that was a lot of fun. But so, um, what's happening with the Cowboys this year, mate, or is it a, too much of a sore spot <laughs> and we just need to move on?
1: I don't think we'll drop the C-bomb too often in this in this podcast, if you wouldn't mind. But no, it's been a horrible year for the boys. I actually wrote the preview article for Supercoach Talk at the start of the year, and I was so confident. I think we got Scott back, we got JT on board, brought in McLean from the Storm, grand final winner, and it's basically just gone to S-hit. So I don't know. I think we'll have a big end of the year, though. So don't count us out
0: yet. The boys from the north will be back. All right, fantastic. Good stuff, mate. So, no, you've done very well this week, but um, but so has uh, the NRO Supercoach Talk Boys. And I think there's three that are sitting within the top 1,000, and one which is non, not currently. And surprisingly, surprisingly, hasn't really uh, got a gig on the podcast this year for good reasons. Uh, uh, Joe Fitz is is languishing in the, uh, the mid 2000s. So, poor fella, and he's got a long way to go. and. Uh, Nick did very well um jumping into the top one thousand for the first time this year, and so did Wilfred. I think he 's in the top five hundred mm, now um, I moved back um, forty places to five hundred and thirty so um despite the the eight hundred and twenty two points that I scored, I still managed to hold the the position and It was really a case of those who v c low low or not and um decided to go to power and that that just proved to be the difference in the end, but yeah, huge performance wasn 't it it's, um an amazing uh, amount of runs and metres gained and, and all that kind of, of stuff. And I guess it was very predictable, but still it was fantastic to see from a Cowboys fan, right? Mm, absolutely
1: superhuman. There's nothing better than, well, I had him as VC last week, but when your captain goes
0: good and he's in your team, like, nothing beats it. Definitely. And before we get into the the... Um, you know the standard stuff that we 'll cover on the podcast we 're going to go through all the news um, both injuries and teams we're also going to cover um, buy sell hold and and particularly focusing on the round seventeen targets this week and also covering the round sixteen um mm, tricky one fake bot blind or fake uh, <laughs> fake buy i should say um it's really kind of creeping us and and when we do we 're going to go through each of the players that are going to be potentially impacted by that round and um uh, there is quite a few, and the impact's going to be significant for Supercoach. But before we jump into that, origin last night. <laughs> you, you and I were both at the Caxton, watching the game. Uh, I left pretty much right at half-time, mm. sorry, full-time. I've heard rumours that you didn't get home till quite late, and, and even wanted to, to go and head to uh, the casino for a feed, to rent about 3am. Drowning so. our
1: sorrows, Mr Gill and I. The old EPL fantasy. <laughs> we uh, had a reasonably late night, but I think it would have been later had we gotten up. But it's yeah. just amazing that one call, Gagai being stripped of the ball by Crichton, they go on to score and run away with it. It's just yep. unbelievable. We had the 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 wind in our sails and it got ripped out from underneath us. So anyway, we'll forget about game one. A few tough
0: calls like, there, I think.
1: Yeah. It's, I've been seeing a lot on social media everyone's sort of blowing up about it and, mm. and all that but I think it sort of takes the shine off New South Wales a bit they were unreal they, I mean we had an in, line. we
0: had an intercept as well right as well so yeah, exactly, our, our exactly. trial was kind of from a, a lucky one um, yeah but I, I, the first half was one of the more enjoyable games that I can mm. remember I thought it was fantastic low penalty count um, two very even sides I actually do think I think mean, there's a couple of uh, New South Wales definitely got on top um in the second half. Um, But, you know, if you have a full-strength Queensland side and, you know, there's a couple of injuries floating around camp this time, I think game two and three look to be, you know, Mm. I don't think the NRL could really ask for anything more. Um, Particularly this middle one to Sunday at Homebush, first time they're doing that standalone. It's going to be huge. They they should get full house there if they don't um, ask serious, serious questions.
1: Um, How good was it seeing... Teddy, tear it up. I mean, as a Marones fan, it's heartbreaking to watch. But you just think, if he's turned the corner, he's been a bit up and down during the year, I'd say. I've had him since round one, and you can always sort of rely on him to be a bit of a steady um, sort of character on the field. But last night, he went to another level. He and... He and Cook just absolutely tore us to shreds.
0: They did. So, Teddy scored 140 supercoach points yeah. last night, and, and Cook scored 80. So pre-updates, though. Pre-updates. We'll see what they do. Yeah, we'll have to have a chat yeah. to Tom Sankster about that and see what's coming through in the next five rounds of reviews. But, um, yeah, amazing performance. Clear man of the match. Um, mm. Hopefully, he can carry that forward and, and actually produce, because... There's three standout fullbacks this season, and he's kind of been languishing a little bit, right? Mm. Um, any other season, he'd be clearly the, like right up there, but we've um, got Ponga and Trevojevic, which are just dominating as well. So I know one of our friends uh, made the move of Tedesco to uh, Matt Moylan, uh, mm. not mentioning any names, Mark Gill, um, <laughs> last week did that, and, and that uh, kind of um, blew up in his face oh, a bit, dear. and you just see what he did last week and, and last night, and if the Roosters can get their act together and, and put all their combinations uh, over the second half of the year, geez, it's going to be scary. So that's going to be an interesting one. Um, so he scored 140. We've already covered that. Um, Valentine Holmes played pretty well, mm-hmm. I thought. He scored 70 points. Uh, you got Ben Hunt there for 62 as well. But that's probably um, largely irrelevant. What's not irrelevant, though, is, is the minutes. So let's just have a look at that. What, what for you, really stood out uh, in terms of the, the, the minutes played, particularly by the forwards of both sides, and then how that could impact this weekend and um, whether a player's arrested or playing reduced time? And they're not overly super coach relevant, but if you look at Gavin
1: Cooper and Felice Cafusi playing 80, 80 minutes, and, I don't know, a bit of a strange tactic because they're, they're big sort of guys, and when you've got a back line full of the Trell Mitchells and... And teddies, turbos, all those blokes And you're running against tired forwards in the back end It's a big risk to have them out there So them pushing out 80 was was pretty interesting You have a look like Arrow, 26 minutes Hess, 33 Like A few people have them in their sides I've got Arrow um, So you'd like to think with a 26 minute game He wouldn't be too weary uh, Heading into tomorrow night mm. We'll see he's, he's one of those guys you just sit there and pray That he, he doesn't roll around on the ground after a tackle or anything like that, but yeah, I'd love to see Arrow um, go big tomorrow
0: night. Well, I think the, the 26 minutes suggests that he should probably get through a, a lot of work tomorrow as mm. well. Um, you've got um, Jake Trevojevic, who played 59 minutes, and yeah. then you've got Angus Crichton who played 50, so you'd think both of those guys would back up. Um, yeah. Crichton might, might actually played a little bit more than I thought he would. To yeah, just for bench I mean. You look at
1: Vaughan twenty six minutes.
0: Jack DeBellin, forty six, yep. right? So it's big and Cook obviously played the eighty. Um yep. we'll get to teams a little bit later on, but he's been named to um to play in and, and past uh, injury Jeez, that today. Was so he, um, he looked done that knee he took from chambers. Yeah. And then you look
1: like Dave Clemmer, twenty eight minutes. What's he there for? Like it's, that's Aaron Woods like. He probably got through nothing in that time as well. So I don't know, wasted wasted spot there, I reckon.
0: I think so. All right, mate. Well, that pretty much covers everything you want to speak through for Origin, unless there's anything more, and maybe we'll just jump straight into the news around uh, injuries and also team selections. Sounds good.
2: This is the news.
0: There's plenty of news to get through uh, today, so let's not... Um Let's not waste any more time. Uh, injuries. So today, yeah. there's been a couple of things that have uh, that have come through. Particularly Madison. So is didn't make mm. the the selection again. But then Wacko was reporting that um, he's going to have surgery. I think on his arm or his yeah. or his hand, and and that's going to mean that he can miss another two weeks. Uh, mm. So you're looking at potentially 14, 15, and 17, um, and who knows that they play him in 16. So, um... Huge question mark, isn't it? Big question mark. A lot and of I money think, to
1: sit there on the sidelines. I think you've got to sell him. Yeah, it's a hard one because you look at his numbers and he's clearly, for a centre wing, pushing out 60. That's absolute gold yeah. um, this year. So, you'd like to think you could get rid of him for, what is he, 5, 550, 600? 570,
0: I think, is he's, he's, uh, around that, I think. But anyway, I, I mean, we, we're going to cover in detail quite a bit... Um, centre wing options a little bit later mm-hmm. on that that cover round seventeen. Um and, and I mean the the summary mm-hmm. of that is that there's not really any clear standouts, right? And, and, Ma- and Madison <laughs> oh, is probably the, the, the guy that you from a centre wing perspective, he's the, the rolled gold keeper this year. Um mm-hmm. but I mean if he's not playing the next three out of four plus has already missed a couple. Yep. Um I think you've got to move him on and then pretend you look to bring him in on the run home. But anyway, we'll get on to that a little bit later on. Uh, Chambers is suspended out for a week. Mm-hmm. Um, was announced today. Uh, Damien Cook was cleared of a, a rib injury. Um, so he will play. it uh, be interesting what they do with Robbie Farah. He's named in the reserve. So um, currently I've got the straight captaincy on Cook. Um yeah, cool. But, uh, I mean, if, if Farah is named in the... The reserves or in the uh, the seventeen, then I will be uh, will be switching that out. Um, yeah, I mean he,
1: he played so well last week that hard pressed to to keep him out, and you'd think Cook would need a bit of a rest, but
0: who knows? He's... Against the Titans, though, mate, seriously. Um,
1: yeah, but you never know. Like, how are they going against hookers this year? The Titans, I know the Cowboys are absolute. Rubbish. Um, yeah, look, look, I think
0: a bit. I think they're uh, they're ranked um, two or third. Or mm. we, we can two or three. We can pull that up um, soon. Um, the other one for me, for the captain, obviously, is uh, Adam Reynolds. This is the big week for him to, to shine. So um, VC on him for mine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think Cook is the would be a standout captain, whereas Reynolds um, VC play for sure. Um, but let's just see what what happens with that. Uh, moving on, Penrith. Uh, Players that played Origin uh, have a, will, should all back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finucane and Slater are out for for the Storm, and then RTS. Uh, it's been announced today that he's going to be out uh, with an ankle injury. Any any idea about the uh, how long he'll be missing?
1: Uh, uh, first thing I uh, first I've heard of it was this week, so he's, he's sort of been in and out. I don't know if it's a recurring injury or what the story
0: is, but yep. I guess for Hiku owners it's good news. Yeah, um, so he moves to fullback. Yep, he played quite well and. Um, SJ back, obviously, which is huge um, for, for Hiku. but now that he gets that prominent position at, at fullback, it, it could be a, a very nice um, uh, matchup for him against the Seagulls um, mm. away. Uh, and then we've got Alex Glenn, who returns uh, for the Broncos, um, but he is potentially in doubt.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of rumblings there about a knee injury um, for him, so I think he's been in rehab for it, so he'll... Named in the in the starting side, which has annoyed a few people because yep. it's pushed a favourite onto the bench, TPJ. But we'll get into that later on. But I'm um, um, fingers crossed Glenn gets through because I don't own TPJ.
0: What about the notable comebacks um, over the the next couple of weeks? Quite a few of them aren't there. So you look at first one we've got
1: off the rank here, Matt Gillett. he um, so had that horrible neck injury um, quite a while ago. He's been slated between 16 to 18. Um, so. I don't know if he makes origin if he's back in that time frame. I mean they pushed very risky. Pushed Maguire in there without having played a game and he, he yeah. played quite well last week or last night I should say. So I mean, Gillette probably good chance I would say. Yep. Which yeah, then who do you who do you drop out from the Queensland side for him? But anyway, it's all conjecture at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's a bit unclear. Uh next one we've got Josh Hodgson. Uh sixteen to eighteen as well. So, is that likely? Uh, I just haven't heard too much about him. He's yeah. sort of been you know, injured pre-season and then it's quite a lengthy, um, lengthy stay on the sidelines. But I mean, that that could
0: work wonders for well, Canberra huge for Canberra. The, the points differential um, uh, with him inside for the likes of Croker, um, Bj, and Rapana is massive. I think. Mm. Um, if you have a look at the stats of um the points scored with Hodgson inside without him in the side it's going to be massive obviously coming back from such a big injury um you know is a big, bit of recovery time but i think that would be fantastic um what else have we got there players returning uh, Tarpanay is due back next week
1: uh, from suspension uh, so he's he's a guy that quite a few people are looking at Uh, Josh Dugan back round 16, so interesting to see what happens with our boy Katoa Mm. in that time. Uh, Brock Lamb, who quite a few people brought in for round 13 coverage, is actually due back, I think he's named on the extended bench this week. Yep, Uh, Probably more likely, I think, that he starts round 15. Uh, Mitch Moses, due back round 16, that's a lucky break for him because he looked absolutely dead to to anything on uh, last week with that, that injury. It's mm-hmm. uh, good
0: news for the Eagles. And Maddo, due back round 16, but who knows? Who knows? Um, obviously, the concussion has been playing, but maybe the, this hand or arm injury has been the real reason mm. he's been out. Not so I don't sure. know. They've
1: been very coy about very it. Very cagey, you'd, yeah. You'd think if, if it was something as simple as a wrist injury, you'd come out and, and, and make that known. But he's been in and out of the team. He's named and then he's dropped. So, yeah, who knows? But... For his sake, uh, you'd like to hope it's it's nothing too serious. But yep. anyway, fingers crossed he's back in 16. I think I'll be holding.
0: Right. Well, yeah, it just depends. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about that um, when we discuss the centre wings in depth. But, uh, yeah, it, it's certainly a tricky decision to make. Um, teams, so obviously announced yesterday. And um, as you'd expect, big squads. So quite hard to, to tell what's going to be um, mm. truth or a lie, uh, how the teams will line up. But it's going to be one of those weeks where you... If you ever, and you should do this every week anyway, but not wait, make your trade at the very last minute because Mm. there's going to be lots of changes. A perfect example is tomorrow with Farah and Cook. Um, You know, that's huge, right? Um, Not for a trading perspective, but I mean, you just don't know. Um, Also, you've got Crichton and, um, you know, what happens with with him Mm. um, because you've got a, you know, Cameron Murray who some people might be looking to trade out. He could play 80 minutes tomorrow if Crichton's rested. Okay, so we've got the, the Raiders versus uh, the Panthers. So let's talk about that one. So kick out again on the
1: bench. Um, so it's, it's just a lottery what you get from him um, in that position. But they're sticking with it, the impact. So he's been getting 50 or so minutes from there media every now and again. So it's a big risk to play him. But, I mean, if you're desperate, he's not the worst option. Yeah, okay. Uh, and and what's, his, um, what's his rookie that you've, uh, you've picked up here? That was one of Joe Fitz's. So, Kate Ellis, I think he's a three
0: Palavi. He's um, off the bench. The Pallavi scale. <laughs> you don't just come onto the podcast, mate. You're dro- dropping names now. You did the Palavi. Mm. One of Joe's
1: little babies. Uh, it's caught on quite quite well. And uh, what did we hear from, from Sam earlier in the week? He's yeah. uh, privately. P- 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 the, uh, the sun is uh, quite good, apparently. Yeah, the real, legit Pallavi is absolutely tearing it up, so who knows, mm. next year's NRL squads. Maybe a starting lock position for the big fella. But yeah, so Ellis is 164k, 24b, so I mean, I don't think anyone could be looking at him, but no. third game in. Uh, and the other one for the Raiders, Papali has been moved to the lock position, pending, of course, if he makes it back from
0: from origin. Yep. Okay. Um, so, what about the Titans versus South? So, this uh, every game this year against the Titans is very favourable. Um, mm. So, people have got uh, definitely got the likes of a Burgess, Crichton. Um, not too many people have um, Adam Reynolds, and you've got some that are also owning Cody Walker. So, um, I know that when I traded in Adam Reynolds, is because of the, the draw that they've basically got now, including the Titans um, this week. So, um what's happening there i, I guess that the key thing is as we, as we've spoken about Robert Farrah names that eighth man um that's going to determine a lot. I think for people who are running with cookers of e c s c depending on what happens um there i I, I kind of think that Farrell will move into the seventeen yeah i
1: mean it's it's a big ask for him to push out two eighty minute games in in what three days so yep. i mean it's a it's a good thing that it's the second game of the week. you can sort of watch and and see what happens um as you said but yeah, I'd be interested to see how the cuts go tonight. I think seven fifty odd. They'll they'll uh, do the initial cull, so we'll see. I imagine Farrell will stay He'll there at anyway. It, yeah. But, yeah, we'll see. Uh, will Matthews. Hmm. So he's he's one of those guys. He I think he started in round one. Um, he pushed out at thirty or forty, and a few people jumped on just because he's that. That dual position, he's sitting at one hundred and ninety k break even of thirty, and he's into the starting side. So right. I don't know. He's probably um, if you ask Mark Gill, he's a sure thing because he's been on him <laughs> all year. But we'll see. Uh, I wouldn't be touching him personally, but we'll, we'll see if he holds on to that spot. Could be some interesting play in the centre wing down the line.
0: Yep. Okay. And then let's move along to the um, the Sea Eagles versus the Warriors game. Uh, so this is at AMI Stadium. Is that a That is in New Zealand, Christchurch. Oh, really? So they've sold another, another home yep. grant. So. Oh, this is massive. Um, they money badly. This is massive. This has caught me blindsided a bit. So um, maybe we can talk about, well, well, we'll hold off one of our pods mm. until a little bit later on. But um, notable, so Sean Lane moves back to the second row. Simon Mannering to the bench. Um, SJ returns, which is huge. Yep. Not That's a it. moment too soon. Yeah, so he's a trade-in for me. This week, yep. I think most people are jumping on him. Yep, uh, he's a standout half, um, particularly if you're looking compare people uh, trying to see who they can bring in for round 17. Yeah, he's going to be 16, but if you've got him for round 14, 15, and 17, still happy with that. Um, I mean, we'll talk about Woodoff later on as well, but there's some um, I think there's some doubts around his ability to remain as a keeper for the rest of the season. Um, but it, it looks like SJ, uh, which. Cope's pointed out rightfully on one of our um preseason podcasts is just a clear standout half. So um I'll be bring in him in for DCE this week. And what about um Sipley? Talk to me about that. Third game as well. Uh, I think I believe he's uh
1: sub two hundred K. He's scored a forty-seven and a six coming off the bench. So rocks and diamonds there. Um again, probably super coach irrelevant because it's uh, a team that's not playing seventeen and and uh, you wouldn't bring him him in, I wouldn't think. Um, another bench forward for Manly. There seemed to be the kiss of death. But
0: anyway, notable. Moving along to the Knights versus the Roosters um, in Newcastle. Uh, so SASA returns after a week off. Orbo to the interchange. <laughs> an absolute burner. But, I mean, in fairness, he'll probably score the same amount as what he was doing in the centre. So he's a hold, I think, um, very low break-even um, should clear that, and then looks like a perfect downgrade to um, Olive next week. Mm. Uh, and then you got Brockland named on an extended bench. Not really too much to to get interest then. In. So let's move on to the Eels taking on your boys in. Uh, is the game in Darwin? In Darwin, yeah, interesting. So
1: Eels took it up. Took us up there last year, and mm. we absolutely smoked them. So we just we've played a couple of games. We flogged the Roosters fifty-two to ten or something one year up there. And teams just keep inviting us back. I don't understand.
0: But yeah, but this is a different year, mate, because you guys are useless.
1: <laughs> We're not the same. We've turned the corner, mate, as you would have seen in our uh, dusting of Manly last week. But yep. I don't know. It's one of those games that we. we we could lose. You think you looked at Parramatta last week? They were awful. Oh, they're um, horrible. Mate. That would have been rough as a fan. I think there was about ten of them left at A and Z by the end of that one.
0: Yeah, I think Banyo was one of them. He was oh. there by
1: hologram. <laughs> but what are they? Thirteen fit plays by the end. They've got dramas on and off the field. It's it's one of those games you where. Dollar and one to absolutely flog them, but who knows what will happen. It's 2018 Cowboys, so... Well, if you bring your form in no from last
0: week, mate, you should clear, and I think um, Tamaloa looks Oof. as a, a pretty decent captain option this that's, week.
1: That's how I've gone. Um, I just yeah. can't see him. He's, he's in a zone right now. He um, He's just leading from the front, which we've desperately needed. Um, haven't had the same impact from Matt Scott as we're used to. Bolton's out, so we've got a couple of rookie forwards floating around. But yep. Yes, yeah, so, I mean,
0: Hayne returns for the Eels, so who knows what that will do. He, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's done. Strike through, he's, he's done. He's done. Oh, just going back to the uh, Tamalolo and um, just the strategy around that, I mean, if you've got the Rabbitohs mm-hmm. playing on the Friday night, it, it is really a great opportunity to use, to use your loophole um, because you're going to get one review of um, scores before this game.
1: Yeah, that I think it's seven thirty game.
0: Yeah. That's, that's so long. that that does help. It's not back to back. Um where prices or scores can change a lot. So yeah, to me, Tamalolo looks obvious, particularly with Cooper getting through eighty minutes on Wednesday. Um you'd think that Tamalolo goes close to playing eighty minutes again mm. um this week. And and what about um Tuala mate? So uh, just looking at him now, he's got a break even of um negative sixteen, uh price at two hundred and twenty K and he's already gone up forty three. Is it too late to get on? I don't think so. But again, if you're,
1: you're seriously going for overall, I'd imagine you now turning your attention to round 17 buys.
0: yeah um, So I think absolute Or round 16 coverage, right? Or round 16 coverage. Yep. So if Denver you've got the coverage. likes of Hiku and um, Rapana in your side, then, then mm. having someone like a Tuala. Um, so looking at the Cowboys are playing... Um, uh, where are we? So the Cowboys in round 16 are playing uh, Souths away. Hmm. Away in Cairns, actually. Away so in Cairns. Again, we're getting
1: away games in Darwin and Cairns. Oh, I think
0: this deserves a post. I think you, you need to... Um, this is your time to shine. <laughs> I'm happy for you to write a, an article for the website to to, um, you know, all the games coming up, which ones are false away games, because hmm. it's going to trick you up. So um, that's a really good point. So they're effectively going to be playing at home, yep. basically. Um, so we the played games. them there last year and, and yep. belted them. So okay. again, they're taking us back to... So the Cowboys have got, um, uh, looking at they've got Para in Townsville. Oh, sorry, in Darwin. Yep. New Zealand in Auckland. That's in Townsville, that one.
1: New Zealand. Yep. Oh, yeah, by sorry, boys, sorry, it, yeah. Man?
0: So three effective home games. Yep. And then the bye, Canberra away in round 18. Mm, interesting. So for someone like myself who's holding Madison at the moment, you can make close to 300000 by that downgrade. I don't think that's a bad option um
1: better, i mean he's he's what's he going to make you over the next few weeks anyway, yep. as a cowboys fan, you look at him and he's just playing too well uh to be dropped. They've managed to squeeze Kane Linnet into the second row, So yep. I think a few people were a bit wary of of him coming back in from his injury, um, but to's just just killed it really need and, his uh, speed right so. Yeah, we've well, got one side O'Neill and Winnerstein, and then you've got Felt and, and uh, Tuala on the other side. I know which heads like I'm going to be going down. Ferraris v Datsuns. It's just <laughs> absolutely unreal how, how, how different it is. But yep. yeah, great to see a young bloke get his shot. Um, killed it for us last year in the 20s. Uh, he's come in, played a bit of Q Cup this year, and by all accounts has, has done
0: quite well there. So he's, he's got his shot, and I think he's, he's nailed that spot down. He has, and I think that you've, um, you've done your quota on Cowboys chat for tonight, mate. So that's good, uh, good analysis <laughs> We're on there. the up. We've Coop, had the win. So Coot and out. Hampton dumped as well. Um, yeah, interesting and,
1: and one about, about Hampton. I mean, a few people had him in, in their side because he, he, he jumped up something like 150k out of nowhere. He did, um, yeah. He just kept on retaining his spot, right? Um, he did, and he was pushed into the centres at, at, at one point. So yep. a bit unlucky for him, but anyway...
0: Alright, so the Sharks versus the Tigers, um, and this one I think is the Sharks on ground, or am I being that tripped is. up again? So you not. So, uh, so Zioni Katoa uh, has beaten Feki out, which yeah, is fantastic. Yeah, didn't have the best game uh,
1: last Friday, so great to see form rewarded.
0: Yep, and, and then so we got Jack Williams on the bench, Cape Wales Sorensen on an extended bench, and NWZ replaces Nofo, who is out for a little bit of time, I think.
1: Yeah, a couple of weeks, I think. And we did missed him off the injuries end. as well, mm. so
0: so he's obviously there. Moving on to the Storm versus the Broncos. So Olam is on an extended bench. What will come in for Chambers now? Is that right? Um is that right? which I believe So Chambers is out for a week. There's also no Curtis Scott, so I think Olam is the obvious replacement. Um, yeah, another guy, will be second game. It's like an olive. it's a bit of a risk to Job to security shocking.
1: Yeah, I mean, young Tom appears meant to be off on a Mormon. He's gone, at some point. He's gone. He was named in the side. I thought he's gone. I, I thought that was an
0: immediate release. But but Olam, um scored fifty points in his first game. So yeah, same as all. So get yep. two,
1: um, so cheapy centre wings that are going to play in seventeen. So keep yep. your eye out for them. Um, yeah, take a gamble on them if you're desperate this week. Uh, if you have trade plans next week. You could pull the trigger early, but mm-hmm. again, you don't want to be Haas two point
0: So, so now uh, you got Jerome Hughes who's uh, replacing Slater. So no real surprise there. Glasby starting at lock for the injured Finucan. Um Sewer starting over TPJ, um, but it's more probably more so you got Glenn uh, there. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really thought what um, um, what Campton said on the uh, Daily Telegraph podcast is is pretty much bang on in, in terms of we're likely to see maybe Pangi start off the bench um, and then play 60 minutes um, in the middle or something like that. So I'm not too sure if you're going to get too much of a differential between his output, um, particularly no, if he I does mean, play in the middle, getting through more work yep. versus um, some things. I mean, he's been so good. Oh, he has to play at least 50 minutes. Mm. It hurts watching him as a non-owner. Mm. Um, he's, he's
1: just turned, having a year of his life, basically. He's he is. offload every, every tackle, he... Bust the line. Unreal. Um, you'd hate to think he's um, going to lose some minutes because I think he's been probably Brisbane's best forward by by a fair way. So interesting to see what Mr Bennett does. But again, it's another one. I mean, it's it's late in the week, so I think you've got to sort of lock in uh, whether you're going to play him or not. Yep. So if you want to take the risk that he's going to come off the bench and, and, and have a huge impact, then then go for it. I mean, there's few injuries around, so... Not the worst option, same as a kick out. I guess you you sort of know that they're going to come on go ballistic. So, as an owner, I'd probably be playing him if I had him. But yeah.
0: well, yeah, I'll probably be looking at either him or Tamari Martin uh, this week for me. So, um, uh, Tamari Martin could go pretty big against the Eels. Yeah, I mean, he was close to a, a ton last week before was.
1: updates and before
0: referees intervened. Yeah. But... So, which so just correct me as well. Um, the edge that we're talking about that has um, Felt and also um, a Twala. Twala. Mm-hmm. um so who else is playing on that edge uh, Colin
1: Hess plays on that side yep it's a bit robust and what um, about Harves oh it's kind of a mixed bag play. JT switch around JT floats around he and Morgan sort of tend to stick together now that he's he's at fullback and, yep. and Tamara will play the other side but yep. I mean he's he's getting more and more confident every week um, TMM so he's calling for the ball yep. and I think yeah, it's just going into the back end of the season. JT needs to hand the reins over a little bit. So I mean, not a bad play on on TMM. I think. Yep. He and Morgan are starting to to come good.
0: I thought he looked quite good last week and definitely improved from his first game uh, in the halves. Uh, you got Staggs named on a bench for a third game. Um, mm. Break even negative twenty one. He's irrelevant for me. I, I don't think you can be bringing him in. No, I mean,
1: again, he's he's not
0: around seventeen,
1: um, cheapy. So. I mean, if you've got to overlook a few of the other guys. I mean, we've had one in the Manly game, Sipley. We've had one, uh, Kate Ellis Penrith. So all these sort of bench guys that are hitting their third game now, I mean, there's probably not too much relevance for them there. But, I mean, if you reckon Stags will find a starting spot somehow, in maybe. In
0: 17, whether it can jag that.
1: Yep. His stag's mum might bring him in, but aside from that, I don't know too many people. So, he could.
0: He, I mean, you're going to be missing Maguire. You're going to be missing uh, who else from that forward pack as well. You're going to, um,
1: oh, he is 17. I bloody bugged that up. Sorry.
0: So, who else is he going to um, um, potentially could? But they've got so much depth in the back row, right? So, he probably doesn't. Um, the Dogs versus the Dragons. So we'll run through this one. Martin has been benched, which is huge. I, yeah. I'm so shocked by that. Clemmer into prop and Elliot at locker. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a change um, there. And then we got Olive playing his second game. So I know a lot of people are trading him in this week, and that's just ridiculous. We, I, I, I think if we, we just need to put this down in a spreadsheet, us being accountants. <laughs> and let's just put this on a spreadsheet and go, um, Rookie's playing second game, and mm. then what their output is. So amount of people who start two games in and then never. No, no, no. In. What their score is for their for uh. their their second game, because you can all those people that trade them in all see kind of what the what the end result and kind of look is. It, it we've even seen it this year, right, with um Haus and all that kind of a few other players as well. Like just you got to wait till they're on the bubble. It's so critical. Hmm. Um, Big risk. Big risk. It is. All right, well, we're just going to have a quick break here um, and hear from a word from our sponsors, then we'll come back and jump straight into trade time. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: And now it's trade time.
0: So, I mean, during this normal spot on the podcast, um, Justin, we tend to focus on the top 10 traded in and traded out players. But what we thought we'd do this time is to focus in on round 16 and the players that are going to be impacted there because it it does impact what we're going to be doing with our trades this week, I think. Um, Particularly those guys that are going to be, could be missing 16 and 17. Um, But the guys that we're trading in for 17 that will effectively have another buy in round 16. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to look in, um, focus in on the trade targets, particularly from all the teams that are playing the buys. And then lastly, we're really going to focus in on the centre wing options because... Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm particularly finding that, that position just impossible this year.
1: Everyone's locked and loaded with their, their forwards, their hookers, their fullbacks. It's centre wing that's the biggest uh, drama so far this year. This I mean, is crap. Absolutely. You'll get you and Aitken who will bang out a ton and then hit a series of 40s. You've got Rapana who's sort of just plodded along all year. It's when, as we said, when a guy like Mado comes along, absolute gold. And don't we miss tofu's jewel. We do,
0: We do. We do. Anyway. Anyway, indeed. Okay, so let's get stuck straight into it. So the Denver test, let's talk about that. So that is played, I think, on the weekend of the 23rd or 24th.
1: Yes, Saturday, the 23rd of June, I believe. Right, and
0: then you've got the Pacific Nations test as well that weekend, which is in Australia, which is of a lot less concern. First time ever, we've got a standalone um uh, origin weekend, so you'll have the Origin on the Sunday night, the Kiwis versus uh the uh versus England in Denver, and then you'll have two of the Pacific Nile- uh, Island nations playing, I think, on the Saturday. Yep. Okay, so the impact, obviously, from Supercoach is that you have going to have some players, particularly that are over in Denver, which aren't going to be playing in Round 16. I uh, think Kearney's already come out and said that um, that none of the the Warriors players who play for uh, New Zealand uh, are going to play. You now, whether that uh, it smokes mirrors. I don't know. Um, Mary hasn't come out and said anything about the dragons. There's a whole host of players here, um, so it's going to be quite touch and go. So it's going to catch a few people out. I think. Let's just step through these guys quickly. So for the Kiwis, um, you've got the likes of Roger Tuivasa-Sheck, um, Peta Hiku, Sean Johnson, and Simon Mannering, and then you've got Tamari Martin here, who you think will, will get selected based on his uh, form in the World Cup. Yeah, so he, he played quite well for them last year uh, when he got the
1: call up there. So based on current form, you'd, you'd like to think as an incumbent he'll be back there. Okay. And then what about Martin Tepau? Yeah, big Marty. Um, hasn't he been a, a gun these last couple of weeks? Um, so you'd think he leads from the front for that, that Kiwi pack there. So, you have to, yeah. But yeah, so that means he's likely gone for 16
0: and 17. Um, same it, as Tamari Martin as well, because same obviously as the Cowboys tomorrow. have the bye in, in 17, so... Um very interesting. But yeah, tough to sell him. Just couldn't sell him, I think. Tamario is probably gonna be a sell. Um, but he could also be a good backup for the run home to offers that dual position flexibility as well. Um Nelson Asafa Salomona, um not really super coach relevant. Uh you got uh t- um Tappeen as well from uh, the Raiders. Um so he'll probably get a, a position maybe on the edge or on the bench. Uh, Rapana, you would think, would take one of the wing positions I mean, that's huge um, Although, that um will play 17 um, mm. So when do the, Ra- the, the Raiders play that weekend?
1: I believe they're on the Saturday so,
0: Gives them mean, a little bit more time Yeah, I mean,
1: that would be a full week of, of rest after the game Obviously, a, a day or two to get back um, through flights But yep. I mean, if you have a look So Dragons will be on a four-day backup Eels on a four-day backup Then you get the Warriors, Sharks, Roosters, Storm playing Friday yeah um, shorter turnaround for them. And then a few of the other teams, like Penrith have a few guys that will likely be out, mm-hmm. Raiders, uh, Tapanen and Rapana. Um, but, yeah, as you said, they're backing up on the Saturday. So the the more desperate I think these teams are, like your Raiders, Tigers. Um, Seagulls. Yeah, those sort of guys. You, you'd, you'd imagine their coaches would be more inclined Bulldogs, to, to yeah. play their, their stars, whereas team like the Dragons, such a short turnaround. Um, they're
0: flying. So Playing the Eels. Yeah, exactly. Might as well chalk that win up yeah. as we speak. Um, and then you got DWZ for the Panthers as well, who um, is potentially super coach relevant for coverage in 17 now that he's moved full back. And then Easton Masters, so would, will he get selected? Yeah,
1: hard to say. I mean, he's, he's played quite well um, on that edge for, for the Tigers. He's locked down that spot. Um, goal kicking, uh, yeah, be interested to Not see that. Not over SJ, that though. Do you
0: assume that SJ takes that goal kick?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Hopefully, um, who would not... Masters push out of the side? Yeah, I'm not too sure actually who well, they We well, Take a look at their World Cup squad from last year, but when you got Hiku in that back line, there... was Nofer
0: is Nofer Kiwi? Um, we well, I'm not sure, I think he
1: played for one of the other island nations in the World
0: Cup. Uh, oh, we'll, we'll, or... we'll do some uh tracking down of that, but that's interesting. Masters obviously missed 17, so could mm. miss. 16 as well. That's that's two. And So when do the Tigers play? The Tigers do play on the, the Sunday. So that's quite a lot of time to back up. So he, you'd think he'd be okay. Um, for England, you've got Sam Burgess, um, which is going to... So when the... Um, that's the, the
1: Cams game against the Cowboys so on a Sunday. On a Sunday
0: again, so potential to back up. James Graham and Gareth Widdock for the Dragons. So that's... Um, you'd probably say they're not going to play? No, not given where the Dragons are and their opposition. Yep. Um, and then you've got Elliot Whitehead, um, not really super coach relevant either, but um, uh, I think he's got a later game too, so uh, could potentially miss. Um, and then you've got Pacific Nations Tests. I think there's three of them. Um, you've got the likes of Fusatua, uh, Tamalolo and Manu Mau um, as well, but you know they should back up. You'd think it's the games are in Australia. Yeah, and the interesting thing with those guys is, um,
1: particularly I guess for Tamalolo being the most relevant there. Um, still unclear about where his allegiances lie. So obviously he went um, with Tonga at the World Cup and all the fanfare that went around that, um, but has come out in the media recently to say that he hasn't yet made up his mind about uh, what he's going to do. So interested to see where he lies there and whether New Zealand would welcome him back. Yep. It's obviously uh, touched a few nerves when he, he switched allegiances, but yeah, he uh, Fingers crossed he uh, suits up the Tonga again, but we'll see.
0: And a few other players for the Kiwis maybe is Tohu Harris, uh, Kevin Proctor, um, Jesse Bromwich as well, whether they get welcomed back into the fold too. Yes. Um, but, you know, Tohu um, is probably the, the, the one of the most concern. Um, all right, so let's now focus in on um, the Round 17 targets, trading targets. Considering all of this as well, Um, And let's have a look closely at the teams which are going to be covering round 17. Um, And let's start with the Broncos. So the Broncos, just looking at how we're going to structure this as well is look at each team's draw analysis. uh, Sorry, and analyse that. And then also look at the players of interest at a very high level. Uh, And we won't spend too much time there because we're already uh, chalking up a fair amount of time at the moment. Um, but then we're going to all we'll step because we're going to do some more in-depth um, discussion around the centre wing. So the Broncos, so they play three and four games away. Um, they got the Sharks and Storm and Raiders in the first three, and they're proving to be quite difficult from a Super Coach perspective. But they do play at the Titans in seventeen. So player of interest there is probably Corey Oates. Is there anyone else really? I mean, you've got. Um, Pangai obviously mm. as well. Um, for, yeah, for Sarco. You have got Stags. Um, we've we've said probably no, but it depends what his likely outlook is going to be for round seventeen. The two key ones there for me are are, are probably your, your Oates, which we're going to discuss in more detail later on. But um, Pangai, uh, and if you don't own Pangai, I'd be waiting to see what happens this round, and then maybe jump on him next uh, next week. Still um, a buy. Sorry. Still a buy. Oh, definitely. Well, let's let's just wait and see what happens. Mm. This time around. so um, the Bulldogs got. A, sorry, the, the Broncos have got a tough draw, right? So um, you got to be a bit, bit careful of that, I would say. But that that Brown Seventeen looks very, very nice. Uh, Anthony Milford,
1: non-owner, you I'm still owner. hold? Yeah, I'm holding. I wouldn't what buy him.
0: Would definitely not be buying him. <laughs> um, but as an as an owner, I think that you um, you have to hold um, on the basis that you should have traded him last week. If you're going to trade him. Uh, As long as you've got the coverage in the halves that he doesn't necessarily have to be in your 17, then you've got that game against the Titans in round 17, and then you've got three games straight at Suncorp afterwards. Uh, And there's just no real clear standout halves apart from SJ from my perspective. So I'll probably be just holding him. He's so cheap at the moment that you're not really trading him out at any kind of value. So um, holding him, Bulldogs. Mm. So three and four games at home over the next month. They play the Titans in
1: round 15 and the Knights in round 16. Uh, So both of those sides leak a few points to their centre wing. So pretty good draw for the Dogs. And they play the Raiders at home in the round 17 bye week.
0: Yeah, so they're probably one of the more favourable draws out of the teams we're going to discuss. A guy that I'm very interested in... um, William Hock-Whitey. So, mm-hmm. base stats, 45 points per game. Um, yeah, pretty keen, mate. Um, still liable, yep. Yeah, it. owned by 1.7% at the moment. Uh, 514k, a break-even of 80, so will more than likely or not drop um, this week. They've got a game against uh, St. George, so um, probably going to find that a bit tough, you'd think, based on what we've seen so far. So you should get him... Um, probably below 500k next week, and um, depending on what's happening with Madison, he uh, could make that trade quite easily. Uh, RFM, um, I, I don't know if he's a keeper, so I'm not sure if I'd be bringing him in. I think that, the, as we've pointed out, that the front row and second row forward positions are quite stocked already. That's really the centre wing that we're going to be looking to bring guys in. Uh, Aiden Tolman, another plotter, I think, as well. Yeah, I mean he's
1: he's seventeenth, seventeenth uh, man in the team today. But who knows? I, th- I think by that round seventeen uh, game, what happens with with Aaron Woods? Yeah, it's if, interesting. You know, if he leaves, Tolman might get a starting spot because they don't carry a lot of a lot of big bodies on their bench. So mm. I mean, potentially that's like fifty two meter hit ups, fifty tackles. We'll see. He'll be playing eighty minutes like he did for periods last year. Yep, though he was he was gold for me last year, but at 437k and he's got a huge break even. Um he'll keep sliding, so keep your eye out for him. Yep. Okay. And then uh so Olive, I think he's a buy next week, not this week. Yeah, I mean, if you you can take a gamble, I guess if you need to um downgrade anyone. Um but yeah, again, it's it's you're playing with fire there. Uh second game rookie, uh 177k, so yep. Anyway, wait and see on that one if you can. Um, But if you're in the position where you need to to make some money, maybe give them a go. Okay. Uh, And and
0: Mbai, all you've got written down next to his name is terrible. Yep, I think... One word sums it up, really. Just just stay away. <laughs> stay, just away. stay away. Okay, uh, the Raiders. So they've got three and four games away. So uh, a pretty tough draw ahead uh, of them. They've got um, Penrith West, Broncos, um, and then uh, Bulldogs. So um, you think the Penrith game is going to be challenging. West will be challenging. Broncos, Suncorp will be challenging. And then the Bulldogs should be an okay game. Um, tough matchups for centre wings as well outside the Dogs. I think the Dogs have conceded the fifth most amount of points to centre wings this year. Um, Plays of interest there, so we've got one interesting one to pick. Yeah, I mean, he's fullback only.
1: If you were getting rid of a Ponga, uh, Teddy, or Turbo for that week for any, any reason, maybe he's a guy that you, you look at. Mm. Three-round average of 61, uh, season out of, of 55, and currently a, a negative break-even. But yeah, 460k, so I mean, I wouldn't say the worst option, but yeah, I mean, if you're, you're really fishing for pods, maybe give him a look. Yep. Kotrick? Yeah, another one everyone's sort of been been talking about. So he's, I think he's gone on a run of five rounds with tries. Um, so he, he's absolutely killing it at the moment. Three round average of seventy five, um, negative break even as well. So he could go uh, pretty
0: much out of reach if he keeps that up over mm. the next few weeks. It's an interesting one. So we've got it. We'll talk about him. Let's just hold the thought on him. Um, Tapanine as well.
1: Yeah, a few people looking at, at uh, Joe Tarpany. He pushes out 80 minutes on that edge there. Um, for Canberra, he's, again, and this must be just a Canberra thing, three-round average of 70. His uh, dual position as well. A bit uh, heavy on the price scale, at 537, yep. but good option for 17.
0: Yeah, so he's got scores of 56, 67, 89, and 64 in his past month. Hmm. So, yeah, you can see why the rumblings have started for him. Yeah, okay. Uh, a whitehead, I don't think. You know too relevant i know that you carried. he's him. my boy i had him at the start of the did year did start with him and then when he went on the run
1: got gifted meat pie after meat pie and and pushed me into fourth so i've got to put him on just for sentimental value there 430k he's pretty heavily discounted there yep. 80
0: minutes uh, maybe he goes over for a for a try you never know but we'll see and then uh the next two guys again you've just got one word written down next to them um I'm, Interested on one, probably not so much the other, but BJ and Rapana, both you've just said terrible.
1: Yeah, I mean BJ. He's largely been irrelevant this year. But as a Rapana owner, um, just looking at him, he he's twenty points down on his average from last year. It's it's just so frustrating to watch. So,
0: but if the Hodgson news is correct, yeah. right? I think that's going to make a big difference. So, as
1: long as Hodgson cuts out Caesar and Austin, that yeah. would be fine. Just mm. do not give them the ball because they're absolute poison for the outside backs
0: at yeah. Canberra. And, and we don't have Croker listed uh, here, but we're going to talk about mm. him in the uh, the second part of this. Uh, Analysis: The Titans, so two and four games away or two and four games at home, um, looks like a relatively tough run. Given where they are positioned on the ladder, um, players of interest: there you got Brian James above 500k. Um, I don't think he's really that relevant unless he moves away from the edge. Yeah, I mean, a few people again talking about him.
1: Um, I mean, he's got pedigree in the game, but again, he's just sort of been been a bit ploddy, mm-hmm. I guess you'd you'd say for for the year. 54 um, average. Yeah, I mean, nothing. he's not setting the world on fire. He doesn't score tries like he used to. Um,
0: 2.8% owned, so a few people have got him. Um, yeah, he's, sco-
1: he's front row forward only. So. Scores at 46, 36,
0: 67. I mean, yeah, at that price, it's just, I don't think you can really justify it. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to get rid of a Tapao or yeah. a Fafido if you've got them in there. Um, the, only, yeah, the, the only way I'd be looking at someone like him would be if he fell around about that 450 and you could upgrade, say, Nichols to him and then, you know, Mm. Ryan James is just sitting there on your bench as like your nineteenth twentieth man and plays around yeah, seventeen. the worst to keep in. Um, and then you got my boy Franco, yeah. who he's I Brinko. held for a lot part of the year. Um, yeah, he looks like he's kind of settled into the the centres um, now at um, at the Titans. He um, played really well in his first game, he scored seventy six, but has scores of forty four and forty since then. Zero point two percent owned.
1: Yeah, three hundred odd or, or so.
0: Yeah, he's three. He's five hundred thousand though. Huge price, huge price tag. But it is coming down.
1: So mm. by the time he hits round seventeen, if he's around that four fifty mark, yep. we'll
0: see. But we'll get into him later. Break even eighty nine. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about him a little bit later on. Uh, the Storm. Um, so they got two and four games away. Play the Broncos and Knights at home over the next two weeks. So that shape's been pretty handy. Um, but face the Dragons in 17, the Dragons will be missing seven, several first-graders to Origin, but so will the as Storm. The storm yep. Players of interest, got Olam. Um, you know, he's uh, a cheapie, obviously, and uh, got a chance to take a spot in the back, along with uh, Adokar, Chambers, Munster, and uh, Tonopia. out. Yeah, I mean, musical chairs there at the moment, so fingers yeah, he's, crossed. He's, he'd be a good one as well for, for
1: round 17. If he uh, hits that three-game mark at that point, it would yep. be gold.
0: Curtis Scott. Back around 14, negative um, one in his it was his last score, so his price is just going to crumble. I, I haven't seen what his break even is. I'm just going to look that up now, um, but um, I'm sure that's going to be... So it's 73, so that's just going to continue mm. to build um, over the next couple of weeks. And then you've got Vunivalu. Um, we'll talk about him a little bit. He's been very disappointed this the radar, year, I think. He's just gone missing. And then, obviously, Cameron Smith.
1: CS9. First time he's he's uh, not playing Origin and like everyone was looking at, at dropping him after he had a couple of lean lean weeks. Um, all of a sudden he's retired from Origin, so yep. he's going to play seventeen.
0: Bangs out one hundred and ten against my boys. One hundred and twenty-three. Oh jeez. Yeah, so. and he's got a break-even of four now. Um, still 100000 down in his starting price. Mm, so absolutely, if you're going to go... Massive and bargain go if you end. don't have him. I think he's... What's his current um, ownership at the moment? He's um, 42 selections, 42% selections, forty two selection. So um, most people have him. Um, New Zealand. So um, they play just one game at home. However, we've already pointed <laughs> out. So let's work through this now. So the Kiwis. So they uh, play... Um, they've got Manly... In Christchurch, mm-hmm. effectively at home. Cowboys, that's definitely away. That is in Townsville. Sharks yeah. at home. Yep. And then Penrith. Penrith in, maybe in Bathurst, I think. Okay. No, it's definitely a Penrith. So home. it's better than what I thought. So not too bad. They play two games effectively at home. Um, they've got Townsville and uh, Penrith, I've got as their away games. We'll be missing plenty of stars in round 16, which is obviously the, the bummer. Um... Guys, and the players of interest, sorry, obviously, Toe Harris, but he's got a very high break even this week, I think around 76, yep. um, somewhere around then, so he's a buy for next week. SJ, um, he, I think's a must this week. I don't like to say that anyone's a must, but 17% ownership, that's very low for someone. And if his ability, averaging 73 this season, uh, obviously been out since round nine. Ignatius Parsi has been on fire of late three-round average of 58, dual position player as well, 1% owned, quite expensive though, mm. um, 428k. Um, Seems to have locked down a starting spot. So Yeah, so let's just have a look at what he's done um, recently because I, I had a, a bit of a, a quick look at him today. So past um, few weeks, he's got 46 minutes, 44 minutes, but then he had 33 in round 10, points of 78, 52 and 43. I think the 78 may have been tri assisted as well.
1: But... Yeah. You'd, see, you'd think with all the bodies out for the Warriors over that time, maybe those minutes go up and the output increases. So.
0: It's another option if you've got, still got someone like a, a, um, a Tanganoa or if you've still got a, a, a Nichols or something like that, it's only a 20K trade. Yeah. I mean, serious pod hunters only, I think. I agree. Uh, and then you've got our boy. Do we talk about him here or do we talk about him a little bit later nah, on? We'll drop him, drop him later yeah. on. But okay. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get to our boy soon. Um, then we got Penrith. Um, so they got two in four games at home, no clear standout matches, and apart from they play Manly um, in round 16 at home, which looks like a pretty good matchup for them. Players of interest, we've got DWZ, shifter fullback has been big improvement in his um, base stats. Um, CHN, 400K, um, pretty, pretty mediocre, I'd say. Five yeah. round average of 45, only available in second row this year. JFH, just all the acronyms of the... Uh, <laughs> At, at Penrith. And then you've got Isaiah Yao, who's got a, an average of 56 this year, which is yeah, quite good. he's played really so, well. Yeah. So they're all pretty much run-of-the-mill um, guys. I wouldn't say that any of them is They're really, not screaming by. No, they, they're, none they're... of them are keepers either. So the relevant stars are probably playing origin. Yeah, absolutely. And interested to see how they go. No Cleary,
1: no Maloney, um, no Campbell Gillard up front. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that could be ripe for a Warriors picking there.
0: Yes. Okay, St. George. So they've got two and four games at home. Uh, matchups include games against Manly and Eels at home around 15 and 16, so look pretty favourable there. However, that round 16 game against the Eels, obviously, they're going to be probably missing the likes of James Grain and also Gareth Um uh, Play the Storm in 17, but both sides will be decimated, mm-hmm. um, which will be a real shame, right? That That's a top of the table clash. And. Um, it's going to be based at the reserve grade sides playing. So, pretty interesting contest that one will be. Players of interest, we've got Ewan Aiken, who we'll speak about in a minute. Tim Laffey as well, Nathan um, and McDonald, and then Gareth Widop. So, we're going to cover those first three guys in a second when we do our centre wing analysis. But, Gareth Widop. Yeah, talk to me about Widop because I had him locked in
1: thinking the whole time that I'll get him in for round 17 or before that. Yep. Um, even with
0: uh, potential miss of 16 but you're not so sold well and i'm going to give credit where credit is due the man barely checks his facts but <laughs> when he got given the boot of the podcast this week he goes well he got pretty shitty yep he even tried to send me a message today to go i want back in coach just get me on the field well, he's top 1000 he is and he go, i want to be back on the podcast and i said no you need a spell you need <laughs> no, a week off Fresh enough. you look tired Stick him in Reggie's, he'll be backfiring next week. So, so this was Nick's? Nick's idea, yeah, yeah. He's actually had a look at the facts this week. I think he's, he's getting a little bit full of himself at the moment. He's like a cult running around <laughs> and about to get ready for the stratty on, uh, on Saturday and he's uh, a bit full of himself in the parade ring and he's back into the top 500 for the first time <laughs> in a long time after wanting to delete his side a couple of weeks mm. ago. He goes, Gareth Widop is a, is Not a must. Mm. Not a must. Um, Now the reasonings that come to that is that, did you know that he's only averaged in the mid-40s since round four? I did not. That's that's shockingly low. So I think he had 100 in the first game or something, and then he had 173 in the third game, and that's when I got on luckily, and then his price went up to Mm. nearly 800k. So he's fallen 300,000 since then. Um, He's going to continue to to fall, I think he's got a high break even this week as well. Um, And, uh, you know, if you take out that one hundred and seventy-three, he's only averaged fifty-eight points per game this year, which is, and I'm going to say only, it's still quite good, but it's yeah. only only ten points more than Milford. Jeez, no, that that actually does surprise
1: me. But I mean, you've got to have him for seventeen. Do you though? Just, yeah. Do you? In terms of halves that you have available for that week, I think sh- just based on his pedigree, you've surely got to have him in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he's. In a bit of a slump, uh, by the looks, but just the type of player that will absolutely carve up um, if given the chance. So, yeah, I mean, it would be a big call to to leave him out, and I don't think many will make that call. But
0: remains to be seen. I mean, what what the the thing that does concern me a little bit about Widop as well is that they've only in the the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games, in the run home after the buys, um, they only play three games at home.
1: Mm. And it's the Dragons, the perennial chokers. They are.
0: I so so they've got the Tigers at home, um, that should be a winnable game, and then they've also got the Warriors at home, which should be a winnable game, and, dra- and the Bulldogs. Um, but outside of that, they play Parramatta away and they play the Knights away, which you'd think are going to be positives. Mm. They're playing Cowboys in Townsville. So who knows what the Cowboys are going to be doing then. And then they've got the Roosters at Alliance. Mm. So the draw is, is not, um, not that favourable for them, I don't think, particularly for Widop. We've seen Widop's... Um, variation in his average from um, when he is at playing at home versus away, whether it's at um, Wollongong or, or at Coggera. Um So yeah, sure. I think y- you make a valid point. You, you probably need to trade him in, but he is definitely um, he's not a must. I don't think. I think Nick has got a point. Certainly don't buy him this week. No, He's owned by over 20% of people, so he's not a pod. Um, and he's going to miss round 16.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of couple of good points in there, but I just think the value in, in 17's uh, too good to pass over. But then, yeah, you've got the question of whether you then keep him in uh, for the rest of the year. But, I mean, I guess if you're floating around seven or eight trades or something, you can you can look to upgrade him if he hits a slump again. But, yeah, I mean, I'll be getting him in probably that round 17.
0: Fair enough. Okay, that's all the team summarising the, the who's going to be playing. Um, and now maybe let's just have a, a bit of a look over... Um, uh, uh, into focusing on the center wing analysis. All right, so center wing analysis. This is going to focus on the guys that are available in round 17. We'll, we'll run through this pretty quickly, I think. But mm-hmm. uh, Justin and I have pulled together a few names um, and, and we'll jump and deep dive into a few of them because I'm struggling, particularly with Madison oh, this this a, week. Such
1: a tough position.
0: So let's start with um, the Raiders. Um, so we've got Kotrick, who we have spoken about, Take it away, Justin.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, he's, he's sort of, uh, go him now or, or you sort of miss the boat. He's got a negative 17 break even. He's priced at 500k, so he's already in that sort of um, upper realm of, of center wing options. He's got a three-round average of 75. He's scored a try in his last five games, so that explains the huge uh, tally he's got there. But, I mean, he's just, he just looks for work, and he's playing like Rapana used to play. Yep. Um, he's absolutely unreal coming in off that that wing and, and getting involved, and he'll he'll tear teams up the middle. He's, he's unreal. And base um, impressive too, right? Not bad, 31. Um, that That's all from his runs um, yeah. through the middle. He's got busts on top of that. Put um, on a lot of size. Yeah, yeah. I think he's, what, 20 years old or something? Yep. Uh, only question mark, I guess, is origin call-up. Obviously, he was in the extended squad for game one. <laughs> Uh, hard to see him cracking the side, given how well uh the rest of them went last night, but again a risk if uh there's an injury in camp and and he gets brought in but um in terms of center wing options he's he's probably great value for that round seventeen
0: yeah okay um. Yeah, and uh, the only thing for me, and we'll talk about the Ra- Raiders now, but the, the draw for the run home for the end of the season does look a bit difficult.
1: Yeah, I mean, quite a lot of away games in there. They've played a heavy chunk at home already. Um, so Kotrick actually has one score above 50 away from home. And then you factor that against Canberra's next uh, three out of four being away. Yep, And a bit of a gamble, but yeah, we'll see. He's, he's in a rich vein of form, so hard to back against him going on with it.
0: Okay, Rapana, So we're both owners. uh, Very frustrated. So he's priced at five k less than um, Kotrick. Um, We know the um, how good he can be, right? Based off what he did, but he's just not getting anywhere through um, the tries. Really, if you look at his base, his base is so solid at thirty-seven. That's fantastic. But four tries this season. Yep. Very quiet. They just don't get the ball down that side, Uh, Leipana. Or if you do, yeah,
1: he. But Leilua just takes it. Uh, you know, Austin takes it. He'll dummy at the line. I don't know why it works yep. once every 20 times, but has sort of starved Rapana of ball. But he's not going in and looking for it. Those dummy half runs he did last year, absolute yep. Tackle killers. busts, tackle all that kind busts, of stuff. But, but in saying in. that,
0: we, we're we set for a massive Rapana game soon.
1: Well, that's why we're holding him.
0: Yep. Isn't it just that that longing for the
1: 100-plus that we know he can do? Um Again, he's another guy that will miss. That maybe will miss round 16. Raiders obviously have a bit extra turnaround that week, but yep. we'll see. And interesting point, he's only scored below 40 once since round four. So I know we sort of moan about him in that, but he's, I guess, delivering us a
0: reasonable baseline. Well, he's holding his price at 500k, yeah. right? So don't be too disappointed. Um, a winger to only score four tries and be averaging 50, I mean... You know, I think we've just got to be um, realistic with that. Croker, um, someone that I'm currently looking at at the moment to to trading in. Um, So he's got uh, a season average of 52, which is quite mediocre. Um, It's probably a true reflection of how the Raiders have gone this year. Um, Price of 460. So he's a, a nice, attractive price, I think, at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at a vanilla, safe sort of player, Croker's your man for, for round 17. You sort of know what you're going to get with him. Um, sort of that 40-plus yep. goal kicker as well. So, I mean, he if you don't want to take a risk, you risk-averse. Jared Croker, pick him up. He's, he's a reasonable price now, but his break-even 68. So yep. keep an eye on him. Um, but I think a lot of people will, will bring him in.
0: So out of those three, I mean, we haven't mentioned PJ, but we don't, I'm not really too keen. No, 2K. scrap. Um, out of those three, which... Which will you be looking to target um, for round 17?
1: Well, I've got Rapana at the moment, um, so I'm obviously holding him. I wouldn't recommend buying him for anyone that might be, be looking at him. I think there are some better options out there, but out of those three, I mean, Nick Kotrick's in, in such good form. Rare form, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be picking him up this week if, if I had the trade. Well, you got no choice. No, I mean negative seventeen break even. So soon he's going to be be out of reach.
0: So you're going to have to sell a gun uh, to bring him in. Tricky so. game against Panthers this week, there.
1: Yeah, I mean, interesting to see. And how their stars are flying
0: after Origin as mm-hmm. well. All right, now call, I'll, I'll hand this one over to you because this has been all your work, mate. So
1: yeah, I mean I floated it to a couple of mates of mine, Nick and Matt, and they immediately uh, thumbed it down. So. David Fusatua, mm-hmm. Warriors winger. Priced at 400k and dropping with a 76 break even. Uh, he is the competition's leading try scorer. Yep. The biggest stat, so I, I had no idea it was this, uh, this different. Games with SJ, Fusatua has scored 88, 44, 86, 22, 55 and a 67. Games without SJ, and there have been a lot of them, 17, 44, 12, 72, 19, 36. That's ridiculous. Absolute. Yeah. So that's just unreal. So, so what's,
0: what's the differential there in average? It's almost like 30 points, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, we are accountants. We should have worked that out.
0: Yeah, we didn't. Huge. Yeah. Basically. We well, just want to give the effect of reading those scores <laughs> out in slow motion. But, yeah, when you presented that to me this week um, in a side chatter, I must say that I um, was very surprised and. Um, Extremely tempted to be jumping on Fusatua, um, particularly as he falls below that, that 400k. So um, I've got Cheekam, I've got Katoa, um, I've got a couple, one or two other guys in my centre wing that I'll be looking to trade out before round 17. Um, so to bring in someone like Fusatua, and the way that I, how you'd play him is, the, and the only way that I think you can is if you need to have five reasonably strong centre wings because you can't be playing Fusatua every week. No. You'd play him for seventeen, and, and
1: that'd be it. He's he's such a high risk, as you can tell by those scores. Oh no, so. I don't think you
0: would just playing for seventeen. You'd be playing him purely from a matchup perspective when the Warriors playing at home, probably, but also obviously when SJ's playing. Hmm.
1: But I mean, he's he's a troubling one because four scores under twenty three throughout the year, including. Uh, three under twenty, so yep. he just he doesn't do a lot of work. He'll score some miraculous try, and in his case, he's doubled up on four occasions. And when he does, he he goes ballistic. But all he needs to do is fall over the line against a depleted Penrith side, yep. and I think you've made a right decision bringing him in. So I haven't seen a word written about him uh, so far. So uh, Super Coach Talk listeners, first to hear our Super Pod, five <laughs> percent owned, I think. So
0: yeah. Pretty handy. Uh Brinko Lee. So we've spoken about him a little bit. Um he's been average I'd say so far. He's uh produced fifty three points per game. Um that obviously that big score in the first game and then mid forties since then. Break even of eighty nine. I mean, you're not getting on this week and um no guarantee with the the Titans. I mean his defence has been shocking and um switching and changing, who knows what they're gonna do. So he's a very risky selection. Um, Will Hopewide, I think, uh, a a, quite one, a, one that should be taken seriously. Um, a base of 46, which is fantastic. Mm, that's huge. Uh, average huge of 55. Percent. So he's um, got the highest average of any of the players that we've discussed so far. Centre wing fullback back dual as well, mm. although you're probably not going to be able to use that. Um, priced at 514 with a BE of 80, so he's going to drop below uh, 500, you'd think, this mm. week. Um, so he's someone that I'm seriously looking at bringing in. Yeah, I mean, again, he's a safe option,
1: like a Jared Croker, priced a bit higher, but I expect that to sort of even out towards round 17 when he'd be looking to bring in in Hopper. But yeah, he just, he's just he got a very high uh, floor, so he, he doesn't score low that often. I think he's gotten under 40 twice throughout yep. the year. So, I mean, he's yeah rolled gold in the centre with that sort of base. So I think the rumblings will start about him shortly.
0: Akin, so you started with him, um, did trade him out? Are you? Were you looking to bring him back in or no, let I, him go? I don't. I've been burned by him because the week I traded him out, I went. Uh, he to, had a hundred point game.
1: He did. He went to. I went to SN Masters, who hit a thirty or something against the Warriors, and Akin yep. banged out a, a ton. So it, he's yeah, he's burnt for me. But a lot of people are talking about him. Um, again, he, he's like a Kotrick in that he could play origin if there are any injuries in that back line. I think yep. he was quite close to selection there. So, again, a bit of a risk if you do pick him up um, pre-round 17. But if you look at his break-even, 105, he's at a very lean run. Yep. Uh, but we know what he can do. So he'll be at a very uh, handy price come at 17.
0: Yeah, he will. But, I mean, 5-round um, average of a 40, if you take out that 100-point performance, the Dragons are going to struggle, I think, in 16-17 with the players that they'll be missing or could be missing. Um, 16 maybe, not so much. Um, yeah, and he could play Origin. I'm not going to say that he shouldn't, but he's around 17 target for me, not now. Yep, no, for sure. Uh, Tim Laffey, um, I mean, the big thing for him, he, he just, he's only scored four tries uh, and his base is down by four points per game as well. It just looks different player. And told to put away the stupid offload and looks like that. sort of hurts
1: his points a bit.
0: But. It does, it does. And he's only just averaged 45 points per game since round three, so effectively completely irrelevant, under 2% ownership. I don't think he's around 17 target. I mean, the dragon's draw doesn't look that favourable running home, mm. um, and I just don't see him going on a big run. No, I mean,
1: it would be a big gamble, and, and you'd want to see something out of him over the next couple of weeks before you, you pulled the trigger. But
0: yep. break even of 70 again, um, wait and see. Nana McDonald, so the last of our dragons that we're going to discuss. Um he got to as high as five hundred and fifty. Yeah. Absolutely
1: flying. People ringing him riding in. Riding off the
0: curtails of um how well the dragons were going yeah. early on, scoring all the tries. Um however, down to three hundred and eighty five now. Very cheap, but he's got a three round average of just twenty eight and again, like LaFi, um I just, just can't be really um getting too excited about him.
1: Yeah, I mean He's, he's like a Fusatour, I guess. You'd, you'd like to hope he, he would cross the stripe in, in round 17. You'd, yep. you'd make your money back. Out of Aitken, Laffey and McDonald, he's obviously cheap, the cheapest by a long way. He's got 60k on, on Laffey. So, mm. I mean, if I was to bring in a Dragon, I, I think McDonald would be your safest option. Just base days, at 27, though,
0: is concerning.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, and hasn't scored a try since round 8. So, yep. I mean, he's due. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, remains to be seen how the Dragons fare with that run home.
0: Now, another player that I'm quite interested in uh, has that dual position center wing second row that we um, so dearly like to have in mm. our side, um, that flexibility, Corey Oates. Um, so I know Wilfred owned him for a little bit. Poor Wilfred. Yeah, and then made that blockbuster trade <laughs> to Mitch Barnett. And that was hilarious when we were all in the cans at, the, uh, at Suncorp watching uh, the Roosters game. Yes, he did score that week. So scored six tries in the past eight weeks, um massive five round average. Um he's got the three round average of fifty two, average of fifty three for the season. Um break even to thirty five, so it's another one that's potentially this week. However, playing mm. the storm away is gonna be you know, Tough no one. guarantee that he's gonna to, to, to make that. Yeah, I don't
1: think it's make or break if you don't get him in this week. Um but yeah, definite option for, for round seventeen against the Titans, of yep. course. Um Bulldogs
0: and Titans around sixteen seventeen mm. is definitely um attractive so uh, price at four eighty eight. I think if he gets down to four fifty, um, I, I would probably be jumping on. Particularly if I've got someone like a Cheekham, hmm. um, depending on how, how he goes. And then also don't forget that the Broncos play three straight games at SunCorp Stadium, post the bias. Hmm. Um, they
1: did have their string at, at home, and everyone was holding on to Mill for it.
0: So. Yeah, but did you see how well Oates went at SunCorp?
1: Yeah, he, so he, he scored loves it.
0: six tries in eight weeks. the Majority of those games have been at SunCorp. Yeah,
1: and I mean, as much as I loathe to say it, the Broncos look like they are turning a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, I think he's a, he's a good buyer. I'll, I'll be looking at him probably in that big super trade week. Yep. Um, I think it's a safe option as well.
0: Yeah, avoid avoid over the next two weeks, I think, with the games against the Storm and Sharks, but um, when we head probably into round 16, I'd be saying that that's, that's when I'd be looking to bring him in. Yep. DWZ. Um, so... He's the last on our list, and the reason why we're speaking about him is because he's become a bit relevant now moving to fullback. Mm. Um, so, his base, whilst face value says 27, what he's done um, since being fullback is, a, is quite a bit better than that. So, getting base averaging within the mid 30s, which is, which is very good, priced at 400k. Um, we've already raised that he could be missing around 16, um, could play for New Zealand potentially.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's an interesting one. I'm not sure exactly what his, his um, ratio is between fullback and, and when he plays on the wing, but, yeah, definite attacking play. He's, he's that dual centre wing fullback. Um, reason, yeah, as you said, reasonable base uh, of 27, but obviously does a lot more
0: work. Um, well, well, yeah, the last four games he's played at fullback um, uh, with the season-long injury uh, to the incumbent fullback, so uh, to Edwards being out. So mm. um, he should stay there for the rest of the season. Yeah,
1: I mean, 411k as well for a starting fullback in a in a pretty good team. I mean, he's not the worst option. No. You could bring him in. Yep. Um, so compared to some of the others on that list, that 411 looks looks pretty handy.
0: Yep. And then the others on there, we've already spoken about BJ. Vunavalo has just been a disappointment. You really can't pick him on the form he is at the moment. No, I mean, I mean he's another one he needs to score a try. That being said, we did speak about it, um, I think in one of the articles earlier in the year about Josh Adokar and said, now it's time to get on. Um, to get on either of them and Attica was the one that went on the big tear. Well, I think that, mate, we've gone way over in time. Um, it's an hour and 15, biggest podcast of the year, I think, so far in terms of time, but it's been a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, I think it's been well worthwhile, um, uh, definitely having you on, so. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank for you. Me, mate? Um, well, who knows? I could be
1: 350th by the end of round 17, but.
0: Top 40, mate, and you're fourth as well, so I know the, um, there's always one guy that from the site that um, gets in and then, you know, is floating around that, that top echelon and um, the site really does get behind them. So, you know, that could be... you I hope to see you make yourself a bit more visible in the comments section on the That's site right. as the well. Best, there's a lot
1: of good good players on there. I see people's ranks that they're putting up. A lot of top top 100s yep. um, posting on the site. So, no, it's great to see.
0: Yeah, and I think you've done really well, mate. Um, and I don't think... Um, it would be rude of me to say, but you know, you haven't been quite this high before.
1: No, I had a look at the history. So I started playing in in twenty sixteen. Um, finished about fifteen thousandth that year. Um, finished four thousandth last year, and yeah, just keep climbing. Um, it's usually stupid decisions at the start of the year that yep. just throw you. <coughs> <out>. Feeny, <laughs> thanks, Mark. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's uh, yeah, certainly makes up for my actual football team being so terrible. So.
0: Keep it up. Cool. All right, mate. Well, hour and 15, right on the dot. Let's call it a, a day there. Um, thanks a lot, and um, best of luck for tomorrow. Uh, thanks for downloading again, guys, and um, we will um, probably have Nick back on next week, depending on his score. It's freshened. Yeah, it's he's freshened up. He's ready to go. Let's see how that would play. Well, like yeah, so. it's going to be all, you'd see all come out swinging now. Mm. Um, but anyway, thanks, guys, and um, until next week, enjoy yourself. Go to Cowboys.